0: Hi guys, and welcome back to An Englishman and an Irishman Go to the Movies with your lovely hosts, myself, Sean Ferrick, and the wonderful Ian Whittington. Ian, how are you this week? Hello!
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I am good. I didn't realise you had transformed into some sort of owl since I was talking to you last. Oh, no, I was going
1: for Irish, but that's fine. We can stick with owls. Hello!
0: You can be an owl Irishman! Way. Hello-hoo-hoo! Hello. Hello-hoo-hoo! Oh, um, just really quick for the audience who are like, why is this episode titled weirdly? Um, yeah,
1: we've, I don't know what I'm going to put together for the episode title either. And no, uh, I do. I've just thought of it. I do.
0: Good. Okay, good. Good. Um, we're There's not me, covering... Me, you, and the ex- human centipede. Yeah, oh, I'm so on board. Um, what was it? I actually heard a good joke about was that. They're going
1: to think that we're actually covering the human centipede.
0: Oh, like, you know, all three of them. Um, I heard a good joke do the about first that one. today it was, uh, you know, thanks for coming to my wedding. Um, you'll see we've named all the tables after our, our favourite movies. Uh, I realise it's a bit crowded over there at the Human Centipede, but if everyone just kind of gets in together, it'll be fine. <laughs> it's like, I appreciate that kind of why, joke. Why is
1: there only one like place setting there? There's just one meal. It's like, don't worry, only one of you will need to eat.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> one place setting, 12 chairs and a chamber pot.
1: Yes, exactly. You really don't want the chamber pot.
0: <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? How has your week been?
1: Uh, it's been... Did I talk about... When did we record last time? Did I talk about the flood? There was a flood of No, I
0: don't think you did talk about the flood. Um, yeah, so, flood, <sighs> we, you say?
1: Yeah, we have one Australian listener, so I'm very, very sorry, but the Australians broke my building. Um, so I work for a big home... Home improvement retailer, and I've just moved to a bigger store. And this is a store that was refitted by Australians, an Australian company. Um, Now, they did the beautiful thing and took the guttering from the outside of the building and moved it inside. Now, this might make sense in Australia where there's not a lot of rain. So the logic was that it deteriorates less if it's on the inside of the building. So I guess. In Australia, the reason that you repair guttering is because it's been damaged because of leaves or it gets blocked up or uh, kangaroo dies in it or something. But in England, it's because the seals break. So all of this, we put roofs on our buildings. So this lovely roof that keeps all of the rain out. We put roofs on the buildings,
0: unlike in Australia, where everything is just open to nature. It may as well be.
1: (laughs) We have these lovely roofs, and this roof just funneled the water into the guttering, which then funnels the water inside the shop, and this guttering burst, and I was under about two inches of water, and this is a 100,000 square foot shop. Um, uh, Water everywhere. It took us eight hours to scoop the water out of the shop. Um, So, yes, that was my, my... My week was pretty much dominated by that, and then assessing the damage, so... It's been a fun one.
0: It does not moist. sound like it. Yeah. Moist. Not, yes, that's a good yeah. yeah.
1: It's been mildly moist.
0: Are your socks dry yet?
1: Um no and my feet are still pruned. Like it actually hurts to walk because they they have like expanded and like swollen and then de pruned. So I was <laughs> not meant for the aquatic life.
0: Uh, well, okay, so that surprise beach holiday I was going to bring us on, uh, I might just uh, <laughs> see if I can get my money back for that one.
1: That's great, just don't bring it inside my shop. <laughs>
0: That's half the fun. And, <laughs> and I bet if there was a load of sand on the floor, you wouldn't have had so much water problems.
1: You know what? We actually don't, we didn't have any sand. We were thinking of sandbagging. Yeah. And we were like, what have we got? Insulation. We can't use that. That's just a sponge. <laughs> That's just going to like double. I mean, I guess you could have used that, but it's also actually, sponge yeah. made out of glass. So it's not, not ideal.
0: Yeah, no. Okay, no, yeah, no, 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 no. no, no. It's good, um, but, yeah,
1: that was that was nice. That was nice. It was like the, the side adventure.
0: Oh, that's a, that's a movie we should cover at some point. Uh, I have seen I have neither seen the original it. or the remake. Neither, so this is great. Yeah, um, isn't that like <laughs> Let's do, do both and, and compare? Loads of sequels, or um, yeah, um, I had a TV
1: show as well. I think
0: there was not, was there?
1: Oh, at least in England there was. I'm no, I'm BBC. I'm sure,
0: Mike. Somebody is really bad. Are piloting bolts. Piloting? That's the word I've chosen.
1: Good. Um yeah. no, they are. Well, just the ones that have sunk. <laughs> <laughs> sure, there
0: wouldn't be a show.
1: Poseidon Adventure TV show. Poseidon Adventure... oh 1972. No, that's the film. Jim hmm. Hackman's in that film.
0: He is indeed. Yeah. Huh. I think he plays a priest or something.
1: Reverend Scott, good show. Telling you. Um Side adventure, and then there was a TV movie in two thousand and five. Maybe that's what I'm was thinking there? of.
0: Yeah, because I know Wolfgang Peterson remade it with Kurt Russell, and kind of feels like it was around that time as well.
1: No, this was on the Hallmark Channel, so it has nobody
0: you've ever heard of. Oh, other than your man
1: Adam Baldwin, who is um, oh yeah Jane from Firefly. Jane from Firefly, exactly. Peter Weller. Oh my
0: god! Well, hang on, Captain yeah. Evil
1: Man is in this. He is
0: captain. Even when he's nice, he's Captain Evil Man.
1: Yes, dead or alive, you're coming with me. Um, oh Rutger Hauer, it's actually quite a good cast. It's actually not a podcast at all. Like,
0: no, that's pretty cool.
1: We may. I want to review this film.
0: All right, cool.
1: The whole Alex Max Kingston. Channel. What?
0: Alex Kingston is in We're this movie. This We're doing, doing this film. film. This is pre Doctor Who. Alex Kingston as well. But it will be post ER. And This makes me happy.
1: Oh, she's in ER.
0: She thought, I know her as Dr. Elizabeth Corday before I know her as River Song. Good. It's like I'm there trying to bait you over the head with ER. What's ER ever done on you?
1: Uh, it's just liked by too many people. Um, <laughs> I don't
0: know what that means. I don't know. No. I really don't
1: know. That's such a horrible thing to say.
0: Yes. Yes, it is. But um, It's grand. Um so yeah, this is a little bit of a different episode, so we're not doing our usual format of to the news, to the recommends, and all that, that but we'll quickly say the trailer for Halloween Kills, yeah?
1: Oh, yeah. Woof. Uh, yeah. I watched it a few minutes ago, and it, it looks like the movie, well, no, the movie absolutely picks, off, picks up the second after um, the last film finishes, which I love. I wish it was compulsory for every single sequel, regardless of the length of time, they just had to pick up from where the last one left off because then it's like it's deliberate it's a deliberate sequel it's not reaching for anything And mm. um, but this trailer looks fantastic
0: it, look, it looks like uh, so from what I can see it looks like there's going to be like lynch mobs trying to hunt down Michael and everything which is like mm-hmm. they, I think they did that in Halloween 4 um, and there was like the idea of lynch it was like is that not the first bloody thing you would do is all Once, right, get, yeah. get your friends together, get in the trucks. we're going to find this. Once
1: Fuck you it. have this legend and you know he's not just the boogeyman,
0: yeah. um,
1: that's absolutely what you do, yeah um, and I think they're making like a nod to his supernatural powers in this okay. trailer
0: because on that okay.
1: Oh, so she says he's flesh and bone, but he's not a man. Oh, no man yeah. could have survived that fire. Um, the more he kills, the more he ascends. So I don't know if that's her being a bit loopy, which is understandable, or are they actually going to tell us that he is supernatural?
0: I really hope they don't, because they did that in the original. There's so many different continuities, yeah, basically three or four in, yeah, uh, like Halloween Six. That's the plot of Halloween Six, and it's dreadful. <laughs> I mean, I I'll be honest, like it's one of those so bad so bad it's good movies. Like we can we'll do that another day. Uh,
1: yeah. It also
0: gave us Paul Rudd. Um, Get out.
1: Yeah. As a child or?
0: Um, I, think it, I
1: think, I think. Or was yeah, he conceived he was, on the
0: set? He was indeed conceived on the set and he okay, was placed in a maturation chamber and then played the lead <laughs> role. Uh, Stopped yes.
1: at 35 and never aged. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, it's stupid. 35 yeah. is probably too old. Stopped at 30 and then
0: now it's we just, just have him. Ludicrous. Yeah, yeah. Um, We have, um, in Halloween Kills, we have a returning Actress like, and won a hell of a gap Between appearances Um, I think it's Kyle Kyle Richards Or something but uh, she was Do you remember in the first one uh, When you know Laurie's a babysitter She babysits two little kids Yeah. So those two characters are in this The girl is in this As in that little girl Really growing up Because she, she went on to be one of the real housewives Like she's been in more or less media for years and years oh, and years. Interesting. Um I don't know whatever happened to the little boy, but the character is going to be played by Anthony Michael Hall. Um he Oh, was... that's cool.
1: Right. So that makes sense why that creepy guy. Uh, sorry, he always plays creepy guy. Um he's in prisoners, isn't he?
0: I want to say is he i so have seen it.
1: Guy with long hair?
0: Anthony Michael,
1: are we we thinking of the same person?
0: um, Go away, Poseidon Adventure. Go away, Poseidon Adventure. Um, He—he's the newscaster. Oh no, no, no!
1: Right, no, I'm thinking of somebody completely different. Sorry, that is cool. Okay, but the guy I'm thinking of is in this film, but I don't know what character he plays.
0: Okay, all right, that's cool. Um, Like legit, that's cool. Um, Man, we
1: just we do some. We go all over the place, don't we? We do sometimes. Yeah.
0: Um
1: here we go. Paul Dano.
0: Dano? Oh, Paul Dano, Dano. yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's he... he's what, not who's in he? Halloween He's Kills. in the trailer.
1: I shit you not. He's in the trailer. I, Halloween Kills.
0: I don't think he is. I think I think there would have been a bigger deal if Paul Dano was casting it.
1: Halloween Kills, Burned Mask, Paul Dano's Riddler. Oh.
0: Yeah, I are you thinking of the um he, um, what's the her boyfriend from the first one?
1: Maybe does he have long hair?
0: He does have long hair. Yeah, and he is in the trailer. Oh, um, I got
1: really excited because I love him.
0: Uh, I do like. I, I would be very happy if Paul Dano was in. I like. Right, let's start the campaign now. Paul Dano to appear in the <laughs> in film Halloween. that's already
1: finished filming. Well, he could always <laughs> appear in Halloween ends. Oh, is that going to be the name of it?
0: Yes, so Halloween Kills oh, is this year, no, Halloween it's... Ends is next year. I and thought, it's...
1: why not Dies? Halloween Dies. Why not? Why not Halloween Dies?
0: To be honest, I'm not even massively sold on Halloween Kills, but I think it looks so good, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm fucking okay love with it. The, yeah. That's enough.
1: It's, I get it's lazy, but that is so punchy, I, would have, I wouldn't have not been able to use it. It's, yeah, I like it. So really, The first one is just called Halloween, isn't it, the reboot? Yeah. Yeah. Halloween, Halloween kills, Halloween, Halloween dies. Like that's fucking perfect. It's like when they did the um what was it? The the new Star Wars trilogy and they did the The Force Awakens the Last Jedi. The last film should have been from his slumber. But <laughs> it should have made a sentence that follows <laughs> on.
0: Good. I like that. <laughs> Can't take credit. I read it somewhere. The Force Awakens the Last Jedi from His Slumber. I really like that one. I really like that one. Um oh that's gas.
1: That's so good. (laughs) Uh,
0: There's so many things you could do with that. (laughs) There really is. Like you're kind of like. I'd love it if they somehow managed to do like from the very first one all the way. Oh my
1: god! Oh nine, it would have been right. We need to do that. I'll bring it to the next episode. I can write something.
0: Good. All right. That's hilarious. The The next episode we're going to do a random Halloween rundown all the films. Oh my
1: god! All of them. But it has to relate to what's in the film.
0: I'm telling you that right now. I will do a series on Halloween <laughs> with you. I will yeah, do, do all of them. Get Rob Zombie's films in there as well, yeah. I guess. We'll get Ash back. <sighs> Halloween Resurrection.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty ignorant of most of them other than Halloween and the, the Irish one.
0: Um, oh, yeah. no, the, the, That's Halloween 3. Oh, Deep Cut. Nice. Yeah that's, that's the masks.
1: The, yeah, that's it. And the one where Halloween, the
0: movie, is in the film. That's. I think that's that one. Yeah, um, with the four leaf papers everywhere. That's that's it exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, deep
1: cut. Oh, for, no, no one has seen that, that film. S-
0: I'm really like, yeah. <laughs>
1: Don't ask me why that's the only one that I've seen. <laughs> that,
0: that's gas. It's also like it's the only one Michael's not in. Yeah, he pissed <laughs> me off. No season of the witch. That's it. Yep. That's what it's called. Yes. Silver Shamrock was the company. Yes. Was, yeah. Because I, only- I only watched it there. I think two years ago it was the one I had, I've had. i seen, actually that's a lie, I have there is another one I haven't seen because I've had no interest, Rob no. Zombie's Halloween 2 I haven't seen that one yet because no, I haven't,
1: no because the whole point of Halloween was that it, this is not the Halloween podcast by the way
0: but the whole point of
1: Halloween was that it was going to be a series of anthology movies wasn't it which is why it's called by Halloween, time, not the Nightmare Babysitter or whatever it was the, Honey, yeah I could exactly
0: yeah you're dead right, you're dead right um and then he had to write Halloween Two, Johnny Carpenter. Yes. And they were like, "Okay, yeah, do yeah. another one." And he was like, "Okay, anthology." And then it just didn't do well at the box office compared for a slasher. Like, mm-hmm. um, and then which yeah, is so- saying
1: a lot because they don't have to make a lot of money to do well. That's true. Hence the the Conjuring and Saw continuing to be made.
0: But, um, yes. right. So Park, that we have to we we will do we have to do a Halloween episode. In fact, count back. Something, what are we at now, 11 films or something? Count back like 11 weeks before the release of Halloween Kills and we'll start doing We're going to
1: have three months of Halloween.
0: I See, I will do that in a heartbeat. That, yeah. that is
1: either going to quadruple our audience or quarter it. <laughs> one
0: of the two. <laughs> <laughs> either way.
1: I think we'll lose that. my parents to begin with after <laughs> Halloween 1. Oh, God.
0: Like, you know, like, so we'll, we'll play the episode on Halloween and we'll just switch to you and me standing there over their beds going, okay, so switch off the <laughs> machines. We've lost your
1: parents.
0: And copyright claim. Now, um, so... What are we doing this week, dude? We are doing an interview because we ended our, our little season of animated films um, we both had a big giggle and realized that we did not have the next season basically queued up and ready to go. And then it turned this morning and we were like, we probably should do something for the episode. <laughs> okay, we decided this yesterday,
1: not this morning.
0: It, oh, there was a little
1: bit more prep that went into it.
0: <laughs> oh, sure. Well, actually, and in fairness, a part of this is, is my fault as well, because I said, let's do Cloud Atlas, because you've only seen Cloud Atlas recently. And then mm-hmm. yesterday morning, I did just go... Ian, I'm not re-watching Cloud Atlas. It's three hours long. I'm um, sorry, I haven't got five and a half hours to
1: commit to this. Basically. Uh, and you need to watch it at least twice to get the hang of it.
0: Yeah, uh, I have. Yes. I, I've, it's a good film. It just, it doesn't have re-watch value. Um, um, it, mm, Maybe that's harsh, but... I think...
1: I, oh, man. You should never have to watch a film twice for it to work or else I don't think your film has worked.
0: I get, I get that, that, you can get more on subsequent watchings, but you shouldn't
1: Yes, you to. shouldn't have to, you shouldn't feel yeah. obligated to, which is the problem with Inception. Fantastic film, I shouldn't have to watch it. I shouldn't have had to wait until my 10th watch to understand it. Um, Cloud Atlas I've now watched three times. Um, in the space of 10 days
0: for reasons because I remember the first time you watched that which was less than a fortnight ago yes exactly <laughs> uh,
1: and it's uh, on the third time round I l- really liked it there's bits of it I don't like obviously but I really like this film and I would, I'm would. i going to give
0: it a year and then I'm going to watch it again and so I think this time next year we'll review Cloud Atlas alright I am I, I'm on board with that 100% 100% love it but I'm excited
1: uh, for what we're doing this week instead
0: yeah, because we have no idea what we're going to ask each other.
1: Nope, this is an ask each other anything. Um, we've got some questions, but we don't know what the other is going to ask. So these will either be the vaguest, um, I'll get back to you later with an answer to that, or it's going to be
0: great. It's, it's cool. Like, I'll, try, I'll try and keep the uh, questions specific, like what's your pin code?
1: Yeah, no, I didn't. Because <laughs> As soon as like I started writing questions, I was like, wait, are we going personal or are we keeping this cinema? So I was like, fuck it. Let's just do whatever. Let's do whatever and see if we just have a wildly different
0: theme from each other, and this makes no sense. But or like, we'll just go down. Go. Do we have exactly the same question? Exactly like, has the it happened? same question. Have we become the same person?
1: Well, this is one I think I'm. I i do not want to go first because I'm <laughs> very I'm, It's not that I'm cynical, Sean, but I think you know, Ian. The question you just asked, I put it straight back to you, really, <laughs> Sean. Really.
0: <laughs> um. Well, okay. Well, I I'll ask the question first because I think I have a very easy question to start. Um, I'm Ian. So, (laughs) Ian, how would you fix the situation in the West Bank between Israel and Palestine?
1: I just sit them all down and get them to watch the Prince of Egypt. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, Answered. Answered. Yeah. So don't put Mac Hancock in charge of it. Is Uh, the answer.
0: Good, I'm Irish. I don't have to deal with his shit. Yeah. Um, no. So, my very, very easy question to start. So, what is your favorite episode of this podcast that we've done? I mean, like, what what film have you been like? Oh. I am really, really glad that we did that in that detail.
1: I'm going to do this justice, and I'm actually going to bring up the episode lists. Um, sure. Not that I don't know them all by heart. Um, <laughs> But we covered what now? <laughs> we did. Wait, we covered that film. What have I what have I First of all, I'm just really happy with our episode titles, to be completely honest. What? Army of the Dead, definitely not. Yo. Deep Impact, no. Independence Day, I was glad to I don't know, Armageddon, I was glad to revisit. Jurassic Park was a lot of fun. Um Predestination 12 Monkeys Luper Danger. It's gonna be one of the films
0: that you forced me to watch. Uh, one that you might not have known. Yeah, one that I wouldn't have
1: chosen to watch on my own. So I am going to go with... So I think Donnie Darko is probably my favourite episode because we went so, so deep on that. We did. We, like, did. we I... really got into the weeds of the, the, the metaphysics and how all of that worked and the different interpretations... It's either, it's, it's that, the episode with Danae, which was just chaotic and hilarious.
0: That oh, was so just, we, An hour in before we mentioned the movie. Like, I hadn't even mentioned the film at all. Yeah. That's our,
1: to date, our longest episode as well. Um, or uh, Hamilton. I think Hamilton's up there because that was a real eye-opener for me. And I got a lo- and I, I find myself, of all of the musicals, I find myself thinking about Hamilton the most. And that's the... Yeah, I really, really enjoyed that episode. Plus, it had Albert in it. So, how can that not be my, my answer?
0: I like that. I like that. Good answer. Good answer. Yeah,
1: good answer. Right, Sean. Did any one person get you into films? Can you pin it to one person or the person that's influenced your... Filmography the most?
0: Um, Kinda. Kinda. So, uh, a lot of my, my, like, psychotic love for film and television uh, comes from, I get so, so into the story, right? Mm. So, you know, depending on the day of the week, I have a different obsession. But that started with Star Trek and that's Dad. Dad got me into nice. that, yeah, um, and it just well, I mean, I was only I was only a nipper, so I basically grew up with it, and then for like ten or eleven years, I don't think I watched an episode um, because I was I was cool, I was a teenager. I watch Buffy now, um, <laughs> and, and it was around it was around my teenage years that I started to enjoy film more than just I've just watched a movie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm actually going to analyse this and think about it. Yeah, and funnily enough, it was things like Donnie Darko, like films that were accessible enough, but also, oh no, this is getting me thinking. Yeah, um, as a teenager, like there are, like I, if I watched Primer as a teenager, like I probably would have never watched another film again. <laughs> no, we don't. is this what cinema is? Um, bye. Yeah, hard pass. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I guess I'm going to say my dad. Uh, But also me, I thank me for getting me into film. I mean, that's that's very humble of you. That's it's. it's I'm the most humble. All right, I am way more humble than other people.
1: Yeah, I never brag. I am just. I'm so humble. I haven't got the capacity to do so. (laughs)
0: Exactly.
1: Oh, that's really sweet. I think a lot of guys. I think a lot of people would actually say it's probably one parent or the other. Um, Because what do you do when you're at home? You stick a film on, and it's. I know in, in my house, it was more often than not dad that chose the film because mum would just be like happy that we're all doing something together. Um, uh, so, yeah, it um, got, got exposed to a lot of, lot of, lot of cinema early on.
0: I like that. I, I vividly remember. So, this would have obviously been about 2000. Dad brought home Gladiator. Um, and I think it—I think it's a fifteen or something. But I was what twelve or something at the time. I just yeah. remember the entire family going from really enjoying this to getting really uncomfortable while watching <laughs> Phoenix is basically playing with his sister in bed. Yeah, it's just like to start looking at
1: something. And back then we didn't really have phones to pretend to be looking at either. It was just man, nice wallpaper.
0: Nobody looked like you're enjoying this scene,
1: and nobody looked at anyone else either.
0: Although I will say, like, as an eight-year-old, Dad showed me Godfather. So, sorry, Dad, for naming and shaming there. But, yeah, Yeah. so...
1: I uh, think I can beat that. I'm pretty sure I was seven
0: or eight the first time I watched Robocop. That's not okay. I mean... It was a cartoon. Like, Robocop became a kids' series. No, it did, 100%. Which
1: begs the question, like, how many kids did you expect to have watched Robocop? The first half... and first 20 minutes of that film are brutal. Like, it doesn't stop. Um... Oh, what's the name of your man that made the film?
0: Uh, it's Verhoeven, isn't it? Verho- Verhoeven. Verhoeven. Yeah. Verhoeven. Yes.
1: He. Good God, man! He's dead. Why are you still <laughs> shooting him?
0: Why stop it? There is nothing left. Hey, hey! I think you got him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> um, is there? So um, it's kind of a spin on your question, but is there, say, a, a particular moment or scene in a film where you were like, "I like film. I, I, I would love to go deeper than just go to see the movies and watch a film." Is there something that really kind of grabbed you?
1: Hmm, that's a good one. Um, so I would say, oh, placing things is tricky. I think, yeah, I think it was Inception, which was 2008, Ten, I think, 10. Yeah. And that, so it was either, so I was 20. There's there's definitely stuff before that that had grabbed me. And I, I loved cinema since forever. But a lot of it was like action-y stuff. So like Terminator was because of the action. Star Trek was because I love Star Trek. Uh, The Mask was because (laughs) that's a funny movie and I like Jim Carrey. Um, I remember it was well into my 20s before I appreciated Duel and I keep bringing up Duel because that is a film that my dad would force me in inverted commas to watch pretty much every year. And I just, I eventually stopped and just didn't. I was like, cool, you watch your dad, I'm going to go upstairs and do something else. And it was well until my 20s until I realised, no, this is a fucking great film. like This is a <laughs> masterpiece of filmmaking. Ian, you ignorant dick. Like, why because did like, you not like this film? <laughs> Ian,
0: get your fat ass back here. <laughs>
1: yeah. You will appreciate this movie. That and The French Connection. I appreciated The French Connection sooner um, because that's a bit more kind of action in it. But originally, I was like, no, nah, this film's old. I don't want to watch that shit. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I think for my independence, it, I think it comes down to two things. It was... Iron Man and the MCU and oh, yeah. Inception because Iron Man, I knew going into it that there was an after credit scene. I knew that the Hulk was coming out and although it, wasn't, it was not Edward Norton and not um, Mark Ruffalo, it was still linked and that Iron Man shows up at the end of the Hulk. For me, that blew my mind. The fact that we had two films totally different to each other that were talking to each other. Like, this is the first time a shared universe... Had been done in cinema, this deliberately and this intentionally, that blew my mind, and that's when I was kind of like, "Yeah, cinema can, cinema can do some things." And quite rightly, Marvel's gone on to break all of the rules and make all of the money. <laughs> like Marvel, I think you should. Just sh- 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 we own you. <laughs> you. No, no, no. You, you have to pay ten dollars for just saying the word Marvel. Um, and Inception Stop, Stop Inception. saying it, I can't Stop, afford it. That's never $10, damn it, it's a marvel That we will ever release ah! this podcast ah! um, And Inception was I, So I watched that with some friends And I remember them coming out of it And just going I don't really get that And I was just silent And I was just like I'm going to have to turn my ass around and watch that film again And I did, I paid to see it again Because it just grabbed me. I knew that it was, I knew the knowledge was attainable. I knew that I could understand this film, but I'm going to have to go back and watch it and analyze it, possibly take notes. And it just, yeah, that really captured me. And that's just Nolan. Nolan just, he doesn't make films. He makes just thought experiments on the screen is what he does. And I, yeah, that ticked my boxes. I, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, definitely. Like you know, I feel the same way about Inception. I love that film. Yeah. Um, it, Not for as much long- as Memento, but that's fine. Uh, for a long time, Inception was my number one. Nolan. Uh, yeah. Memento. Then I just because I saw it years and years and years ago, and then when we mm-hmm. rewatched it for this, I it just whatever was going on in my head at the time, it was just like Sean Memento, Memento, Sean.
1: Memento. Okay. Yeah. Ironic that it that you forgot that, but oh no. <laughs>
0: um. But actually, I'm going to tell you this. Only a couple of weeks ago, I rewatched The Dark Knight. God damn, that is such a good film. It is. It's brilliant. It's.
1: <sighs> I, I think it's getting slower the more times that I watch it. But what? I it's a masterpiece. It's brilliant. I still, I think I prefer Batman Begins. When was the last time you saw Begins?
0: Oh, that's a good question. Uh, did we... We did. We did Begins for our Nolan series, didn't we? So that's probably the last time I watched it.
1: We, no, we didn't. We talked about it, but we didn't watch it because we did The Dark Knight and we didn't want to do too much because that's where the running joke of The Dark Knight Rises kept coming up.
0: <laughs> Which I still have not seen in years.
1: <clears throat> uh, you know, I rewatched watched that uh, two months ago. I've got the opposite effect of Dark Knight. That's getting better each time I watch it. I read it. It's Tom Hardy. It's Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. If if anyone else is playing Bane, the movie doesn't work. We thank you for your armory. We'll be needing that in the war to come.
0: It's time to go mobile. (laughs) You sound like you're being (laughs) interfered with. (laughs) Uh, You may
1: wonder why I never stop it. (laughs) No one cared until I wore the mask. But we are initiated, aren't we, Bruce? right next question
0: it's...
1: what is your favorite impression that i do <laughs>
0: not, uh your a... <laughs> your ad- ad- attempts of the like all of western europe whenever you try and do an irish accent uh which then becomes <laughs> welsh and scottish and you know and Lock. um
1: <laughs> no, my Lock accent is great. you were treated to a bit of welsh in our Last D and D game. I was. Yeah, was... we had a, <clears throat> we had a drunk drunk prisoner that was um, called Larry, and he was absolutely 100 Welsh, and it didn't quiver for one second. It, what uh, are you
0: doing? Will you unlock that cage and let me out of here? We're almost like fucking zombies. Oh, fucking dial it back, mate. You're the <laughs> one in the cage. We're the ones with the keys. I'd I uh, be a bit nicer to I was just here sleeping off my hangover. I'm very sorry to every single Welsh listener right now personally I think that was quite good thank you I'm not sorry
1: Um, right okay I'm gonna this is a good one Um, worst cinema experience so this can either be the worst film where you just thought what the fuck did I waste my time doing that for or um, nothing to do with the film just something really crap happened to you like not you were touched or something horrible but like
0: just something you didn't enjoy. After. Okay, so second worst then. Um, <laughs> but uh, um, worst film hands down that I've seen in a cinema was Sin City. I hate Sin City. I think. Oh man, I will shake crap. your
1: hand on that. What
0: a piece of shit.
1: Oh thank God, everyone I seems do, to love it. Every fucker loves that. The Sn- I put Sin City. I I pin that to the Snyderverse and why everyone fucking loves him because. I do not understand the love for that film. I do not
0: get it. I I just, I was so bored. I stayed in the cinema because I've never walked out of a film and I wasn't going to let that be the one that broke my
1: streak. 100%. Yeah, it sounds stubborn, but yeah, what film nearly made me walk out? Um, Chronicles of Riddick.
0: And I... I I've not that, seen any of those movies, actually. I believe Pitch Black is very good.
1: Pitch Black is... Like an all-timer for me. That's like, I think it's in my top 20 movies of all time. It's, yeah, perfection. And even Riddick, the recent one, is very good. Chronicles of Riddick. It is everything wrong with world building a
0: world that doesn't need building. Okay. That actually, (laughs) yeah, I actually get what you mean. Yeah.
1: It's like, I don't really care about Earth. I care about the Terminator. So don't tell me what's going on. In Earth at that point, just give me Arnie killing people. It's the same thing with Riddick. I don't care about the politics of space. I want to see Riddick doing some badassery. Uh, but sorry, Sin see.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, I mean, like, there's, there's so little story to it that that's how bad it was. I was just like, right, I've seen that. That was awful. Um, like, I've seen slashers with a budget of a fiver that I've enjoyed more. Than I enjoyed it because in City it's it is very very polished film like there's no doubt it's very visually unique. Um, oh yeah,
1: Ed Snyder, it's... he can he can make a film but he can't write a story.
0: Was that Snyder? I actually didn't, I, I just didn't remember. Well, I might I be talking care. out my ass then, I'm so sorry. Um, um well, hang on, let, let me just let me just double check. So, uh, no, actually, I'm going Robert to say Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez. Oh Russell no, it's Gales, Tarantino, produced by Tarantino. Oh, I was yeah, going to say, yeah, Robert
1: Rodriguez.
0: Oh, sorry I, beg, sorry. I beg your pardon. Yeah, Frank Miller, Quentin. So they must have done... Okay, Robert Rodriguez.
1: I know it's based on a Frank Miller comic. Yeah. I would have bet money that Snyder had something to do with this.
0: I think it's because Frank Miller wrote 300.
1: Ah, uh, possibly.
0: Maybe that's the connection there, yeah. And then obviously Snyder. I've said this to you before. Snyder, visually... Snyder is a fantastic yeah. director. He's just, he's not a writer um, no. and he's also not an editor.
1: No, no, because that's a dirty word. There are many four-letter dirty words and edit is one of them. Uh, I apologise, I'm
0: completely wrong. It does look like a Snyder film though, doesn't it? It does look like, it definitely does because it's so stylized and yeah. everything. What is, what's the film that has disappointed you the most on this podcast oh on this pod right oh dang back to the episode list um yeah. where you were just like i really wanted that to be better than it was oh oh
1: um gosh dang it i would have to say i wish we stopped being so clever with our episode titles because it's hard to work out what <laughs> film we fucking reviewed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that. Like two minutes ago, so
1: I love our episodes. <laughs> um. Uh, okay, so option one is the
0: Amityville Horror. That's literally the first one that came to my mind. Yep. Uh huh.
1: I passionately, passionately hated that. Um. With with good reason. Mm-hmm. That or Deep Impact. But I wasn't super surprised that that was going to be bad. Uh, yeah. Um, into the Woods, fucking hell. Um, Into the Woods is probably up there. Sorry, Albie, but sorry, Albie. Uh, yeah, no, it is. It's even oh, Jingle Bells as well. Um, Jingle All the Way because I just remember that. We, you know what? That's the forgot, mo- we covered you know, that. Yeah, yeah. You know what? That is the most disappointing because that has now tainted my memory of the film, and I wish I just held on to in in my head. That film is like the mask levels of hilarious. And I didn't laugh once. Not, nothing in that film even made me crack a smile when I watched it this time around. So I think in terms of disappointment, like I'm not surprised that Amityville was shit. I'm not surprised that Into the Woods was disliked by me because I don't like musicals. But Jingle All The Way, I was so ready to review that and it was yeah. just a disappointment.
0: I think I remember we said this at the time. See, I had seen it more like within the last five or six years or something. So I, I kind of, it was fresher in my mind. I kind of knew what we were going to watch. Yeah. So I enjoyed it again. But you, it had been since you were a kid, wasn't it? hundred percent. Yeah.
1: I, it's not one that I, for some reason, it's not one that I revisited or rewatched. Um, so it really caught me off guard that it was a steaming pile of disappointing coal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to be like, what, what do you say to that? <laughs> <laughs> just, it is what it is. Poor Jake Lloyd had a rough time in the nineties, didn't he? Just bloody hell! Just absolute epitome of
1: just hated by fans. It's not 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 fair. Um, right. I were Sean. If you were going to remake a film in your image, what would it be? Army so, of Dead.
0: <laughs> really? I would first of all the history of cinema,
1: Army of the Dead.
0: Just because I uh, that because that would have been my answer to what film disappointed you the most. Uh um, oh, okay. Yeah. Because I, oh, but I hated didn't hated that yeah. film. And I it could so. have been brilliant.
1: I yeah, but I didn't go into it expecting anything. Like an absolute nothing cast, including Dave Batista, sorry. Wasn't the only thing that gave it some credibility was Zack Snyder, and he has disappointed me enough lately to not be surprising.
0: That is not, that is all fair. It's because, and I said this the time, it's because Dawn of the Dead was so good. Mm hmm. Yeah, it was just, oh, guys. Uh, so if I was going to remake it in my image, um, I see, like, I just want really good zombie movies again. I did a, a kind of a Rehash there recently of Night of the Living Dead, like those kind of those films. Um, Night of the Dawn of the Return of the Living Night Dead. Night of the uh, No, the Return <laughs> is a separate uh, franchise. Uh, what the Return of the Living Dead? Return of the Living Dead. So isn't
1: part of the Living Dead series? It's not because how is that so, shit not copyrighted? That is like saying Star Trek: A New Adventure. No, 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 it's not a Star Trek film.
0: Well, two things. One, Night of the Living Dead is not copyrighted. So that's the hilarious bit of trivia. They forgot to do it. So it's on. It's on YouTube. It's it's public domain. So you can make oh, your own remake amazing. tomorrow if you wanted to. Um, Is that why Snyder did it? I don't know, because he did Dawn of the Dead. Well, no, he did Dawn of the Dead. Fuck no. The so uh, George A. <laughs> Romero and yes. I'm afraid his name. I've I've forgotten the name now. But the other writer for Night of the Living Dead both had their own ideas for a sequel. George A. Romero's sequel was Dawn of the Dead, and the other guy. Did the Return of the Living Dead, and he basically got. They oh. made an agreement. And the other guy got Living Dead from the title. A, so, so they Dawn just split. of the Dead, Day of yeah. the Dead. They're, that's the only amazing. Night that they, yeah. So they, they basically so, split it between. It sounds like it. was That's
1: such like, an amicable way to do it. Yep. Like that's really that's cool. Like nobody wins if you take it through the courts. But that's like okay, you get day, and we, Kelly, I, mean, I know who got the raw deal, but. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like I've only, I think I've only seen of the Return of the Living Dead series, uh, I've only seen the second one, oddly enough, uh, Sky One, back in the 90s and the early 2000s. They did, uh, I'm assuming it was October, but they did every Friday you'd have a horror movie on.
1: Yeah. Randomly,
0: sense. Return of the Living Dead 2 was on one Friday. Uh, I can, from what I remember, you don't need to have watched the highly cerebral part one <laughs> to understand the sequel. Um,
1: what I don't understand about that is that there are. Bear with me here. Four slash five Fridays in an October. Why would you commit one of them in your month of Halloween to Night of the Living Dead 2? Like, is it like a sleeper classic? Or, I mean, it just seems like well, a random it's comedy.
0: Choice. It's like a horror comedy. So, oh, I is think, it really? I, I think it's more for And again, I haven't seen the first one. I believe the first one is more horror than comedy where the second one mm. was just like, it's zombies, man. Like, yes. just having some fun. Um, whereas the George a. Romero series is not a comedy. Like, it's very yeah. definitely not a comedy series. Uh, there are comedic aspects, but it's... They're grim. I'd love to actually... I would love to at least do Night of, Dawn of, and Day of. There is many more. There's Land of, there's Diary of, and they're all still Romero, but they're mm-hmm. increasingly bad. Um, but oh, I'd be three, well on board with that. Yeah, we can just YouTube the first one. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. It's one of those... so.
1: When somebody gets the, the, the title of a Star Trek film wrong, or they get it out of order, I can immediately go, this is what it is. And for me, it's really obvious. So I struggle to, to know how it can't be obvious for someone else. But then, when I'm faced with this, I've already forgotten all of the titles that you've just said to me. I couldn't tell <laughs> you what order they were in, and I couldn't, I couldn't do anything about it. I then understand how I sound to somebody that doesn't know Star Trek. It's like, I'm, I'm encyclopedic but I can acknowledge now that I'm not encyclopedic about this series, and that's really cool to me. So I'd love to, yeah, I'd like to get into that. We should just do a, we should do two podcasts a week, Sean. One that's just horror films. I would. I I might in the next six months.
0: (laughs) Just, yeah. Not not right now. Just, just to terrify you. Don't, don't, don't write (laughs) checks that your ass can't cash.
1: It can cash it soon,
0: hopefully. Um, On a kind of related then what oh, is... No, sorry, I had a second part. I had a part, oh, B. part B. Sorry, yeah. I, I'm not even sure I answered your question, but yes, no, I think part you B. did. Yeah. <laughs> part B is what would you do differently? Like, if you're
1: going to d- redirect it, rewrite it, reshoot it, what oh, specifically make would you do differently? Yeah, <laughs> well, no fucking shit, yeah. Um, <laughs> if you're going to do a heist
0: the... movie in, like, a load of zombies, don't have pregnant zombies. Agreed. Uh, I mean, that's me. just a
1: good, me- good pointer for any film.
0: Yeah. Don't have zombies that are basically feudal lords as well. Yeah. Um like zombies are scary when they're just zombies. Like mm-hmm. don't let's not overcomplicate the the plumbing. Just they're <laughs> zombies. Don't like what caused them? I don't know. It was a comet and night of the living dead, you know, it's a gas and return to the it doesn't matter. Like there's seen
1: in in the real world.
0: Oh yeah. I, I misheard you. I thought you said Maxine. I was like, oh is that bitch back again? Is she?
1: Hey, did you not see Maxine down the road? She's just fucking creating zombies what? in her living room. Yeah, Jesus we, Christ.
0: We thought she had like a weed farm up there, but no, she's just breeding zombies. Damn it, Maxine. We we, we said it was funny once, maybe twice. You know? Um, no, so what I do differently is i well, first of all, I'd make it a horror. Um, straight up horror no heist straight up horror I, I mean I'm, I'm fine with it being a heist so which I suppose by definition you'd have to have a little bit of action then with it but make but it a horror film the plan. leave it tense yeah. like at no point did well first of all at no point did I care about the characters but no! At, at no point did I feel none of this is important and then it turns out well we've covered this so spoilers but none of it is important <laughs> none of complete, this is a colossal waste of time <laughs> and it's about 17 hours long yeah Yeah, no, how
1: is, what was it, 2 hours and 40? Like, that's offensive. It It is is. so arrogant to think that your heist
0: zombie movie needs to be 2 hours and 40 minutes long. Even Cloud Atlas for its int. That's six movies in one, in fairness. Yeah, and you still managed to do it in 2 hours and 50. Yeah, no, 2,
1: yeah, 2.40, yeah. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. No, I totally agree. Simplify it. Simplify Simplify the zombies. Either have slow zombies or fast zombies. That's when it comes down to zombies. That's what you need. Both are scary for their own reasons. When you intermingle them, and then add intelligent zombies that can reproduce, it's well. This isn't a zombie movie, is it? This is a. Oh, have you ever seen uh Doomsday? Yes, I have. Yep. So it basically, this is it's Doomsday, but Doomsday did this much better. Doomsday
0: is actually surprisingly good. Neil Mar- I fucking is Doomsday, Marshall, isn't
1: it? Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah. But no, no one's heard of this. No one's heard of the, of um, Doomsday. Um, and your man, Soren, is in it.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, he's king
1: of Scotland, basically.
0: Yeah, you know, you're dead, right? And so is his nephew. The lovely Alexander Sidig is the prime minister. Yes, absolutely. Yes, yeah. he is.
1: Um, man, yes. Let's do that film cover... next week. Yeah, I need, yeah, we need
0: to cover Doomsday. On I've this, got the okay. Blu-ray right here.
1: It's, oh, unreal! real.
0: Yeah. Nice. Love, Love that film. Um Okay, so definitely Yourself. write that down as a note because I yeah. will cover that film. In fact, we could do, we could do the, the three Neil Marshall films, that Dog Soldiers, which I love. I love Dog nope, Soldiers. I've never seen it. Oh, it's, it's so... We'll do an episode on it, right? And Nice. is The, the Descent is Neil Marshall as well.
1: Um, I hope so because The Descent is fucking phenomenal. Oh like that God, is, again, so it's good. one of those
0: films that no one,
1: no one talks about. And it just came and went as like, a, oh, this is a teen horror film kind of come and go. It's
0: inoffensive.
1: But it's brilliant.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What is the most disturbing film we've covered for this pod?
1: The Human... Oh, no, we haven't actually covered it for the pod. Um, straight to horrors. Um, although...
0: Because it could be psychological as well. Like, you yeah,
1: know- no, 13 Monkeys is up there. That's pretty disturbing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's mainly because of the amount of dribble from
0: Bruce Willis. That was quite a lot of trouble.
1: Amityville Horror
0: or... Disturbing, really? What was the other one? What was was the one we did after that? I was thinking Texas.
1: Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Sorry, it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's... I thought... Amityville Horror was shit. Yeah, no, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Easy, that's hands down. The dinner scene is where I'll leave it. It's repugnant.
0: Yeah. One of the most fun experiences I've had for this part <laughs> was watching you and Albert react to that film because I had seen it as a teenager. And I was just like, oh, because I'd forgotten how slow the first act is, which uh-huh. completely adds to the whole thing. But yes. when you're experiencing it for the first time, you're like, nothing's happening. Like, what is going yeah, on in just... this film?
1: There's some like teen drama going on that I really couldn't give a shit about, and then when that hammer drops, quite literally, mm-hmm. fuck,
0: shit goes real, um, and it just from that point on, yeah, it's a pure adrenaline rush.
1: And I think it's got one of my favourite endings to a horror film, other than Halloween, where he is just swinging the chainsaw through the air like that is maniacal and. Fucking scary! Like he is just gonna, and he does. He will kill anybody that approaches him, including that poor lorry driver.
0: Yeah. Um. Wrong road. Yeah, that was disturbing.
1: Yeah, yeah. You picked the wrong
0: day. Uh, Apparently, I can't remember if I said at the time. Um, I I've not seen all of the Texas sequels now. Um, and there are a few of them, but in Mm -hmm. one of the, you know, in the kind of mid two thousands, there was that kind of spat of remakes. They did yes. Nightmare Friday Well uh-huh. they did Um, They did Texas Chainsaw And I think it was either in that one Or I think they did sequels to the remake That Truck driver's body Which was never explicitly shown In nope. the original Kind of run of films That truck driver's body is basically in the background of a scene You know oh just to be like you know By the way yep he yeah, got he him died. He got yeah, him Definitely
1: uh, died Jeep is criminy Oh. Uh, oh. Oh. Um, what was the question that you asked before that um, I'm trying to make a note of them favourite episodes of the pod what, most did you oh, disappointing. No, what film disappointing you realised you most... liked cinema that was the one yeah. Oh, most disappointing yeah
0: Ugh.
1: Um, so my question to you is cinema as a first date question mark Terrible idea. Agreed. Yeah. But why is it the trope? Like, um, it is almost expected, isn't it?
0: Yeah. I, I think... I think Sorry, this is my little hot take now, right? I think this is going back to the days where going to the movies was more of a... kind of an event, almost. You know, even yeah. if you're going to see Friday 12 or something. Um, you know, it's <laughs> the... You know, i pick you up in... The, it's the thing you see in the movies... Ironically, you know, pick you up in the car, bring you to the cinema. You know, I buy popcorn, you know, that kind of stereotypical, the guy pays for everything, that kind of thing. And then yeah. you smooch in the back of the cinema, you know? Um,
1: and I think that's what it is. It's a dark place to smooch, isn't it?
0: And I think that's it. But then you've got us, like if you and me were having our first date, we'd be terrible. You know, you'd put your hand on mine. I'd be like, fuck off, watch the movie. Yeah,
1: no, I have a story about that. Like there was, what I was watching, it was Rush Hour it was rush hour two and um, the date in inverted commas, and I, I was only 17.
0: That's, that's quite young.
1: Yeah. No, 17. Thank you. 17. <laughs> and the, the, the girl obviously wants to smooch. And I just wanted to watch the, it was rush hour three, not two rush hour three. Cause this was the first rush hour I was able to see at the cinema. Cause I think it was 15. And, and I just wanted to watch the fucking film and I lost 15 minutes of the plot. And yes, all right, maybe Rush Hour 3 isn't the, the film where you must pay attention to the plot,
0: but... You take that back and apologise to Chris Tucker at this moment.
1: God damn it, I wanted to see the last Chris Tucker-Jackie Chan team-up film, and this girl ruined it for me.
0: Uh, well, listen, you know how I feel about kissing girls.
1: Buzz. Well, quite. But you uh, paid this money to then go in and not watch a film.
0: That's going to be... <sighs> like, yeah. Oh, we, uh, honestly, we're, 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 terrible. Like, oh, you're like, okay, I'll hold your hand, but you may calm down there, Casanova. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what film you can't see, Casanova. Um, yes, exactly. <laughs> I, uh, I, th- I, 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 now I'm guilty of, it. I've done a couple of first dates where I've gone to the cinema and one was uh, with Gus. We went to see Oblivion, the Tom Cruise one. Oh, um, yeah, that one is
1: a little bit mind-bendy.
0: Like, you kind of need to follow that. You do, and it's also, like, it's a gorgeous dour, dour film. film. Yeah. Oh, no, it's gorgeous, yeah. It sorry. is, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and so, like, I'm like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is, like, obviously, Gus learning early that it's just, like, you know, he was being so sweet. You know, he was doing everything right. He was kind of like, you know, he'd, you know, basically feed me popcorn. We're just like, oh, it's pretty <laughs> sorry, Whatever. I was just like, Dude. thanks.
1: Don't expect any contact.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> like at the very worst, you turn around and go, like, it's not personal. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll make up for it later, I promise. Yeah.
0: I did. I then bought him lots of drinks that evening. It's just like, yeah. Nice. So just in nice. case you thought like the date wasn't going well, I just thought the movie was really good. To hear something you need <laughs> to know about me going forward. If uh, anything, like we need to get in touch with the director
1: and just say, you know what? Your film was so good. Put me off my date. <laughs> He's
0: like, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> 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 You're welcome. Um, Brilliant. so oh sorry okay you asked that question so um i did what is what is your favorite experience of watching a movie whether it was say a communal crowd experience at the cinema whether it was you know something you know where you had a fucking transcendent moment of joy you know but what is your, the thing that sticks out for you in your memory? Oh, man.
1: Oh, that's hard. There's there's a lot. And I don't know if I would, like, pick one where I was at home as well. No, I know what it was. It, it was. So I got to watch Back to the Future Part 1, and I think it was the 20... So it happened in 2018, I think thing so what year did back to the future come out 85 85 so it was 2010 so it was the 25th anniversary um it's hard to have been 20 yeah 25th anniversary and we got to watch it at the fucking cinema and i was just so conscious and so aware of how special this moment was that is my favorite film of all time it's not the best film ever made but it is my favorite film of all, of all time, as it is most, not most, but a lot of people's. Um, and I just, silence. I was so, at that point in particular, I was really, my entire experience of watching a film could be put off by somebody on their phone or by somebody talking or by somebody rustling, and it would just ruin the movie for me. Everyone in this cinema was silent and it was pretty full. They were silent. They, they, everyone just kind of acknowledged that this is something that will happen again, but it ain't gonna be here every week, and we may have to wait another ten years before we do this. And it's just different. It is just completely different watching the film on the big screen with all of the noise, all of the sound and Johnny be good on stage. The 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 opening in the Twin Pines. Sorry, the Lone Pine. Um, Yeah, the opening in the the Lone Pine parking lot, where let's see if these bastards can do ninety, and boom, 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 car fucking disappears, and then just the when I thought all of my tingles had run out, it ends with roads where we're going. We don't need roads, and bum 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 bum, takes off and then flies into the fucking screen, and everyone just cheered. This film is twenty five years old. Everyone knows how it ends, but the cheer of like this was the first time we'd ever seen it, and they nailed the ending. Ah, oh, I could, yeah, I want to do it again. I need to see when that when that comes out again. When the next anniversary, obviously, it will be twenty five. Will be the forty year anniversary. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so I mean, they've got to do something for that, haven't they? Yes. They, oh,
0: absolutely. They do. They have to. Um, but yeah,
1: hands down, that that was it. Just and I just it as the movie finished, I was just very aware that something had finished, and that is the first. I'll never have that first time again. That's the first time I saw Back to the Future at the cinema. Nothing will ever be more special than that. So yeah, that. I don't even know why I hesitated. That was just lack of memory. That is a fucking moment. That's
0: brilliant. That's really
1: so I good. love that. Oh. One point twenty-one gigawatts. <laughs> you can't be here. You're from the future, and <laughs> you're Doc, are you oh, telling so me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this All
0: baby's
1: right. this baby's nuclear? No, it's electric. <laughs> um, right. Should we do one more one more question? yeah do yeah 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 we, yeah we've got one more so uh, nothing's going to beat that. we should have ended on that one um, so I you you know what let's end on this it's got nothing to do with film. Favourite episode of television from any series, anywhere, favorite episode, the one that gives you the tingles you may be yeah I don't know maybe not re-watch it every week, but the one that's most
0: special to you. I have a couple. Uh, I'm trying to think. No, which... I need one. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's fair. That's fair. Dick. Um, I'll be
1: ER. I'm kidding. It can totally be ER. It's,
0: fu- it's funny. Actually, uh, there is a lot of good, like, great episodes in ER. But no, it'd be. Uh, possibly Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
1: Well, one's um, more with
0: feeling. No, actually, no. It's great fun that one. Um, no, much earlier. Um, yeah, probably seasoned. In fact, purity for the memories, right? That it kicked off in me. Okay, so way back, uh, we've talked about this before. You, yes, you've seen Buffy, you've never seen Buffy.
1: No, so I've seen all of Buffy. Um, I did a watch through with um, a partner at the time. Uh, so that was at two in 2004. So I watched every episode In 2014 But I haven't seen a single episode since Other than episode 1
0: Gotcha, <laughs> cool, Should see if you can get your hands on the DVDs uh, Yeah, well, no,
1: but... well that's it Because you
0: sent them <laughs> in to me and then I, I started... forgot,
1: I forgot yeah. I had
0: done that yeah. <laughs> yeah, Really, because I've got this sat down here <laughs> me.
1: Um, But yeah, so sat down Watched episode 1 And then just things happened And I just yeah.
0: stopped yeah. No, um... But I have them hostage Good, yes Good. God I'll help wait. you if you ever try to end this pod. Yeah, Yes. like, fine, I'll come visit, jeez. Um, <laughs> Burnham. Uh, season two, uh, Surprise and Innocence. The two part where Angel loses his soul. And that is because, that was I think 1997. I was nine. I was way too young to be watching. Oh, yeah. Um, that was the first time I decided I want to write stories.
1: Oh, that's amazing. To,
0: to emulate something like that. That was literally it. And I think the first thing I wrote was basically it was, you know, it was buffy. You know yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, specifically because although like I mean, it was it was done in such a way that me as a nine year old, look like, I got what had happened. You know, I yeah. I understood what was going on in the episode Jesus, I was way too young to watch. That.
1: But that's kind of the, if you can't explain it to a child, you probably don't understand it yourself. So if a, if an episode of TV can communicate that emotion that well, then it's good storytelling. And
0: again, Joss Whedon, for all of his faults, he can tell a story. I I, I do agree with as You're dead right to preface with yes, there are quite a few faults. Um, Buffy, Angel, Firefly are still some of my favourite pieces of television, and it is it's hundred percent. I think we've, we've definitely talked about this in the pod before, where it's so frustrating. when you're just like, have to separate the art and the artist, have to separate the And for the, that, uh, I artist. think I, it's oh,
1: it's so complicated. But I, I could not. Okay, so if I could guarantee that nothing like this would ever happen again to anybody, then yeah, I, there's nothing I wouldn't give up. Like I would, yep, cool, I'll never watch Firefly again. But knowing that me watching Firefly has zero. Uh, something that I bought before I knew any of this happened. Knowing that me watching Firefly affects nothing, I would never give up Firefly. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. It, it, like, it does, Me like watching it. it isn't approval. It isn't, it isn't hurting anybody, but it's still complicated. And I think you just do like a little acknowledgement that, yeah, this is a problematic person, but Firefly's so fucking
0: good. Firefly's so good. It's so I'm, good. I'm, actually, I'm well overdue a rewatch. Um, yeah. I remember the last time I watched it because I think I watched Serenity more recently than I've watched Firefly. Mm. Um and that was so good, but yeah. So that would be yeah. I have a couple of of other options like Battlestar Galactica. Um, couple of episodes from there were just like whole mother of when um, they figure out that they're
1: clones, but we don't know which ones are clones.
0: Ah,
1: not clones. Fucking yeah, that's the wrong word. Cylons.
0: Oh, I was got sick. Wait, yeah, what? <laughs> Completely wrong thing.
1: When they realise they're Cylons, but we don't know that clip. that season finale, Cliffhanger, is what got me into Battlestar. That's oh, the first that episode one. i Sorry,
0: duh Sean. Sorry. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. That
1: season finale when they know that there are Cylons, but we, we don't know which ones are which.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh god. Um Maelstrom, Starbucks, yeah. Cloud, I'll say no more.
1: Yeah, not one of my favorites because it got a bit like supernatural, but I totally get it. Yeah, that's a Fantastic episode.
0: We have to cover this. See, I love, love the supernatural element of Battlestar, and I do seem to be in the minority, but I would love to Mm -hmm. do an episode on that.
1: I think you find that a lot in sci-fi though. Like we like the science in science fiction and we often forget the fiction part. Mm. Um, and I'm really I'm super guilty of that. Anytime Star Trek strays into magic and religion, I'm like, no, no, no. I just want I love Deep Space Nine, but I am I have really problematic. I have a lot of problems with the episodes that go to a great deal of saying wormhole aliens and this can all be explained by science but then in the last 30 seconds someone will come along and say but it could be magic (laughs) like no fuck you it's science
0: (laughs) what is science but magic to those who don't understand it yeah
1: technology's so advanced it may as well be magic yeah um Cool. Yeah. yeah, that's really, oh. really cool. It's amazing that um, I have a really similar experience. Um, wi- and Weirdly, I am going to go medical. I, we're not answering each other's questions, but I do want to <laughs> answer this one. Do, yeah. um, Scrubs. Oh. And this will be... Have you watched a lot of Scrubs? I have not. So, you know, obviously, the main character, J.D., yep. um, and Dr. Cox, who yep. is his mentor, and is just a bastard, and hilarious has the best lines of any sitcom ever um super serious and this episode Brendan fraser well no it's not this one but that is up there that's fucking up there but the one that ruined me when i was 16 or 17 no younger 16 or 15 something like that there's three he's looking after three patients that need uh, organ transplants of some of some description and the subplot jd is there's a really really annoying woman that keeps coming to the hospital cries wolf has Munchausens she's just really irritating um, she ends up committing suicide and jd feels super guilty about it like 100% is like this is my fault i didn't take her seriously um, dr cox consoles him But the upside is that her organs can save Dr. Cox's three patients. Um, What we don't know until much later is that she had rabies. (gasps) So her organs kill all three of his patients in one episode. So you have four deaths in one episode. It's fucking traumatizing. And the the kicker, so he loses one patient. He loses another patient, and he's in the doctor's lounge just kicking himself. And the thing is, those two would have been dead within hours had they not done the transplant. The third person could have lasted another month. There was no rush at all. Um, And he dies, and then that's what pushes him over the edge. And that is the episode that has How to Save a Life play over it. Oh, yeah, okay. That's why How to Save a Life is so associated with Scrubs, because of that episode. And it's just over each of them dying, you've got step one, you say we need, and it's just, oh, and then he just loses it. He just smashes every piece of medical equipment. Everything goes out the window. He quits, I'm not going to be a doctor anymore. And that broke me. And that is what made me say, if, if a TV show can make me feel that I want to write TV shows and I want to write films, I want to write, I want to write and I want to create stories. And I want to do one day, I want to write something that makes someone else feel how that made me feel. I can't relate to a doctor. I can't relate to losing somebody because of an organ transplant. can't relate to losing somebody to suicide. But that, I understand exactly how he feels because of how you've told the
0: story and how you've put it on screen.
1: Yeah. Uh, TV is so good for that shit.
0: Hell of an answer to your question. Yes, it was, wasn't it? It's almost <laughs> yeah. like I, I preloaded that question. It was quite it was quite well handled. <laughs> uh, no, that was really good. That was really good. Um, if
1: there's one episode of Scrubs, I would go and get you to... It. 25 minutes. Go and watch it now. It's brilliant.
0: Uh, all right, then I will. And if good. I'm really upset afterwards, it's your fault entirely. <laughs>
1: yeah, ju- uh, yeah. Sorry, mate. Go for that run now and then go and watch Scrubs. Plan. <laughs> good plan.
0: Um, um, I think I that's th- a good place to leave it. I think so. Yeah, so... Um thanks everyone for listening to our in-depth analysis of us.
1: I love that. We need to do that again. that was I if I mean if you guys hated it tell us and we'll we'll, we'll, we'll never just do ever record one
0: of these again and yeah, we'll just we stop. are sorry for wasting your time.
1: But no, that felt good. That was um that was a lot of fun. Like yeah. that. Uh, and if there's any additional if that sparked anything in your curiosities or any questions you want to ask us send them in and we'll add them to the list. I have a little list of what we've already answered. Um yeah, it'd be nice to hear what you guys want to know. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, cool. Okay, you're all awesome guys. Uh, uh, we oh, will. Oh
1: oh, 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 super quick. Sorry, I've kicked myself if I don't remember. Um, this comes out on Tuesday on a week Friday. I'll be on behind the scenes. So if you want to catch me on there with the cinema scenes crew, we'll be talking about the CinemaSins stuff, which is going to be really fun. Woo-hoo! So. They do a live show for Patreons on Friday. So if you're, if you're a patron, cool. See you live there. If not, it'll be out the following week.
0: So I'll see you there. Excellent. Excellent. I am very much looking forward to seeing slash hearing that. Yay! Yay! And uh,
1: we'll see you next week. <laughs>
0: bye! Wait, what film are we doing? Uh, <laughs> we, we will let you know. Goodbye. Okay, bye! bye.
1: Thanks for listening to An Englishman and an Irishman Go to the Movies.
0: I, at least, would love to
1: hear your thoughts on the episode. Sean couldn't care enough to record this with me. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at EnglishIrishGTM, email us at anenglishmanandanirishman at gmail.com, and check out our website, www.anenglishmanandanirishman.wordpress.com, where you'll find all of our previous episodes. You'll find me on Twitter at galactic underscore Dave, and you'll find Sean at Sean Ferrick. Thanks for being awesome, and we love you very much.